You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how was your holiday? Fantastic. Lots of fam, lots of football. Can't complain. Kids are happy. I mean, how about yours? Yeah, yeah, same here. It was uh, a good few days. We survived, uh, at least in some cases, survived week 16. Uh, starting to see, I Speak think... Speak for yourself. Maybe, oh, Man, was, my, was it my, bad? Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt, but man, I mean, my least <laughs> favorite thing about football is injuries. Yeah. And now it's like Sharknado compared to you know, normal injuries. I mean, it's just takes away from the product. I mean, even like just watching Washington and the Saints these past weeks. I mean, they're shells of themselves, let alone the fantasy implications. It's brutal, man. D- yeah, it certainly is. Uh, obviously, the impact of COVID and, and players missing games. I mean, sometimes getting that notice as, as little as a few hours before the game that, yeah. that a player is out um, or that a player did not clear protocols. Of course, Travis Kelsey was the big one uh, this this past week that looked like there was a chance he would be cleared. We find out Sunday morning that's not going to be the case. I, I do think it's – and it's probably more of an off-season conversation, but we can, we can dabble since you mentioned it. it it's got to be frustrating when you build a, a team the entire season – and and then you lose these key players. And, and in some aspects, it's part of the game, and we've always had to deal with it. But the reality is it's, it, you know, it's happening tenfold or, or, or uh, exponentially worse, as you mentioned, with COVID mixed in with this. And, and obviously cases ramping up. And we, we've all seen the numbers that there were more, more positive cases in the NFL in the month of December than there have been uh, the past – two seasons uh, leading up to that. Yeah. So uh, it, it's frustrating if you build that, that redraft team, you you make the finals or you make the, the playoffs, you look like a contender, but honestly it's, it's the same thing for dynasty and maybe even worse. If you've built a team for years and, and it's built, it's come to this moment where this was your, your time to win the title, or at least you thought it was. And, and then Kelsey doesn't play or Tyreek, uh, hardly plays at all or, um, and you know, that's, that's not even getting into the injuries. So sure. Dalvin cook. And, you know, right. I mean, it, it hurts to even think about this, but I think it's a reality that COVID is, is going to hurt dynasty more than certainly more than redraft or, or obviously more than DFS. A hundred percent. And, who are we to complain that our poor fantasy teams got messed up by this huge pandemic and people were dying? And I mean, but we're here to talk about football, sure, sure. <laughs> you know, and I think it's really hurting the league, the product they're putting on the field. It really hurts fantasy in general yeah, and dynasty more so. I mean, like we've all been there. I, I've, uh, I'm in a league with really deep rosters, but there's no IR spots and I'm holding guys like JK Dobbins that I can't cut and I could barely field a team. <laughs> you know, I mean, I put out guys just to, oh, he's just seen the field. I better start him. That's all I got. Well, the IR thing, we, we discussed that a lot last year 
it's I just think it's it's inexcusable at this point not to have True. um IR spots in a dynasty league. Uh, you know, we always deal with with injuries and players landing on the IR, but uh, again with with covid factored in, I just think it's I think it's ridiculous honestly not to have uh, multiple IR spots oh, yeah. uh, in a dynasty league. Matt, let's get on to the topic of the day, though. This is Tuesday. We always talk um, transactions on Tuesday. We're going to switch it up a little bit today. Uh, of course, the season winding down for many, uh, many Dynasty players. In fact, probably most Dynasty players, their season is over as title games will be determined next week. Uh, hopefully you're in a lot of those title games. Uh, if you're listening to this, Matt, sounds like you might take the week off from fantasy next week. Uh, <laughs> Pretty close, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've got a, I've got a few title games. Uh, actually, won one championship uh, this past week. It's one of those situations where the playoffs didn't get adjusted or updated. So we had the title game this past week. I took that one down. Fortunately, I've uh, got got a few more, a couple more coming up next week but we're going to start shifting uh, to more of a long-term view i want to talk about some topics that um, that have popped up in recent weeks maybe maybe this past week uh, maybe even in the next couple weeks as the season wraps up but think about those players in those situations from more of a long-term view as we as we always try to do let's start in san francisco uh, of course, the 49ers lose to the Titans way back on Thursday night. Feels like uh, a month ago at this point. Uh, Grappolo, Jimmy Grappolo, had been playing well. There'd really been no mention of Trey Lance uh, up until that game. Uh, the 49ers lose to the Titans. Grappolo put up decent numbers if you're thinking about uh, fantasy. But, I mean, if you watch that game, he did not look good. No. Uh, and, and we pretty quickly heard whispers of maybe it's time for Trey Lance. And, and then uh, later in the weekend and, and early this week, we hear about this, uh, the injury to Jimmy Garoppolo, thumb injury. Sounds like he will miss time, although he, I guess he's going to try to try to gut it out and play. I, I can't imagine that will be the case uh, with the injury that's described, a, a chipped bone and a torn ligament in his, in his thumb of his throwing hand. Uh, I, I would think we would see Trey Lance, if not the rest of the season, uh, obviously at least week 17. And Trey Lance has kind of gotten lost in the shuffle, only only has had one start this season. We saw him mixed in on, on some goal line plays, specialty plays uh, earlier in the season, and, and that hasn't even happened in several weeks. He, he's kind of the forgotten man, but he's he's, for the most part, been able to retain his dynasty value, especially in those super flex leagues. What are you expecting from Trey Lance uh, uh, this coming up week, uh, assuming he gets the start? And how does that factor into the long term? Yeah, I mean, I'm not implying that he's going to turn into one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen, but it's kind of like Pat Mahomes' rookie year where, you know, they traded up for him. They didn't really use him that last week of the year. Mahomes gets a start when Alex Smith is starting on a playoff caliber team, but not a Super Bowl caliber team. So maybe this year we look back and say, that was really good for Lance when it's all said and done. And I'm just hoping this little bit of regular season action we're expecting to see from him. I just want to see flashes. You know, I mean, make a couple big throws. Look like you belong. 
And for our purposes, I hope he runs a lot, which I think all those things probably will happen. I doubt he's going to look, you know, just underwater and have no clue what the heck's going on and doesn't make plays with his feet because I think he's clearly going to step into the starting role next year and it right. could be really fruitful for for, for fantasy. Totally agree. Still yeah. very high expectations yes. for Trey Lance. I mentioned he's retained his value in our December ADP from Dynasty League Football. He is still the quarterback 11 wow. overall. Um, How's he compared to like a Jalen Hurts? Right in that neighborhood, I would imagine. Hurts uh, has moved up a little bit, he but he's yeah. I would say he's in that, that tier with Hurts, with, of course, Trevor Lawrence, uh, veterans Russell Wilson and, and Aaron Rodgers hanging around there as well. Um, so yeah, you're, you're not getting any discount, even though we really haven't seen him, uh, buy low on Trey Lance is, is not going to be a thing, mm-hmm. uh, in most leagues, at least, uh, let's stick in that same game. We saw the return of AJ Brown and man, did he return 16 targets, 11 catches, 145 yards, a touchdown. And uh, I mean, plain and simple, he was the difference in that game, uh, leading the Titans to a, uh, to a win. And, uh, you know, he Brown had been hurt and had missed multiple games. And, um, you look at those top wide receiver lists and we've talked about it a lot in recent weeks, uh, with Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson and CD lamb. And, uh, we, and, and really the entire dynasty community, I think had, had kind of started to sour on, on DK Metcalf and AJ Brown talked about maybe that they're not in that tier anymore. And this is what AJ Brown does. He, he misses games or he gets nicked up, but when he's healthy and when he's, uh, when he's on the field, he's dominant. And it just reminds us of why he was in that wide receiver one overall conversation in the first place. Absolutely. He's a dominant young player. Like you said, the difference in that game, first half he looked a little rusty and hadn't played in a while, but then found his sea legs and was just a great, great player. He was the reason they won. He's exactly what they've been missing. And I think it's a kind of a good lesson that the dynasty community it's a little too impatient, you know. I mean, his sure. availability is is only negative, and I'm I'm not going to dismiss that. But I mean, it wasn't like he missed three years of time. He missed a couple weeks, and all of a sudden, we're all down on him, you know. I mean, and I know he wasn't awesome to begin the season too. But I mean, these young receivers, give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you for the most part. Um, I, I I would say it's more than a couple games. It, it mm-hmm. feels like a pattern that he's. He's continually nicked up. Fortunately, it hasn't been anything serious, at least um, during his time in the NFL. But still, just just frustrating that he, he, we seemingly can't count on him as a guy to, to put in our lineup every single week. So uh, I think you're right. If he can overcome that and, and put a string together of, of being on the field every week for, for a full season, hopefully he can do that next year. Uh, then, then he's right back in the uh, in that conversation to be the wide receiver one. Quick question: Is Julio Jones releasable in shallow leagues? I would say he is. We, yeah. we talked about him a little bit, and uh, on the DLF Dynasty podcast this week, I'm, I mentioned on Twitter uh, that he hasn't scored more than nine fantasy points. Uh, he, he's only done that in one game this season. Wow. Um, yeah, I think he in shallow. I mean, if you're talking about twenty man dynasty rosters, right, right. 
I think it's tough to find a spot for him. Uh, we talked about his trade value on, on that episode uh, that just released yesterday. I, I don't think you can get a second rounder for him if you're trying no. to sell him. So that, that kind of tells you where his value is. Sad, sad uh, ending if this is the end of the road for, for Julio Jones. Let's hit on one more situation, Matt, before we take a break here. Uh, Green Bay Packers, again, look dominant. At least they did in the first half. This is kind of a bad trend for them that they've uh, they put put the offense in cruise control and they've almost got gotten beat uh, two weeks in a row now. But they've come out victorious. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams have uh, have both been, you know, continued to be incredible. Uh, Aaron Rodgers in the in the uh, hunt for another MVP uh, trophy. And both of these guys, again, just just really putting on a show. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback six on the season, despite missing some time. Uh, Devonte Adams, the wide receiver two on the season, but you look at their dynasty ADP. Rodgers is not even in that quarterback one range. He's down at quarterback 13. Uh, all those young guys that we've mentioned have, have passed over Devonte Adams. He's at wide receiver eight. And, and this is obviously going to happen once, uh, once a player, a quarterback hits that, 35 age range. Uh, once a wide receiver hits that 27, 28 age range, they're, there's go, they're going to lose some dynasty value. And, and these two are kind of a unique story because we know it's, it's going to be a wild off season, right? Devonte Adams is a free agent, uh, Aaron Rodgers, who knows what's going to happen, uh, with him and his, uh, his status. I'm just starting to think these guys are undervalued. Yeah, I'm leaving that way too. I mean, you could look at it like we're only going to have this pair for one more fantasy game. And I think that's the wrong way to look at it. They're both so good at what they do. And I'm not the only one that's suggesting this nowadays, but I'm starting to bet that they both return to Green Bay. I mean, it's Rodgers might be spiteful and hold grudges, but if he looks around the league, he's not going to have a better situation than this in terms of winning games. I mean, what if Green Bay makes him the highest paid player in the league on a three-year deal and franchises Devontae Adams and trades Jordan Love to Atlanta or Washington or something like that? Don't you think Rodgers would just embrace that with open arms and come back and try to win a Super Bowl? I mean, I I, I think that these two end up together in Green Bay. Yeah, I don't feel like I can project or predict uh, what Aaron Rodgers is going to do or, yeah. or how, how he's going to uh, feel about a certain situation. I, I mean, I would, I would like to see that happen. Um, but I, I just don't know. Uh, I don't know. I do. I do think both of these guys, especially Rodgers, uh, are undervalued in dynasty. As I mentioned, Matt, let's take a break here. We'll come back and hit on some more uh, trending stories. Thanks again for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Make sure to check out the Ultimate College Football Playoff Preview 2021. Local experts, betting advice, and draft analysis. The most comprehensive college football playoff preview is live now. We are back. We're talking about some trending topics around the NFL and how they impact uh, our dynasty uh, valuation for these players. We've talked about Trey Lance and AJ Brown. We talked about the Packers uh, duo of Rogers and Adams. Let's talk about the Cardinals running backs, Chase Edmonds, James Connor, 
Both are set to be free agents, Matt. Uh, James Conner missed this past week. Chase Edmonds had a huge game, especially uh, as as a pass catcher with a couple of the receivers out for Arizona as well. I think both of these players are, are in good shape to have some interest around the league. You would think Arizona retains one of them, at least, maybe even both of them. What do you see uh, the Cardinals doing at running back, and, and what do you see for both Edmonds and Connor? Yeah, I don't have good answers for this one. I think this is a really precarious situation. I mean, if I'm Connor after sending that, signing that really cheap deal, I at least want to field some offers. I mean, you don't have that much time left in considering the wear and tear he's had. Try to sign a two-year deal with a little bump uh, from up from what you got considering how good he was this year. Maybe that's in Arizona. Um, I could see somebody, probably unwisely, given Edmonds a Kenyon Drake type of deal, possibly. Um, or maybe they both return. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, could could the Cardinals all of a sudden be the prime landing spot for the best rookie running back out there? Second round pick, rookie running back, lands there if neither of these guys are you know, re-signed? Maybe. I mean, they don't have a ton of other needs. I don't have much to offer on this one. This one's tough to me. Yeah, it is tough. I think one reason it's difficult to project where players like this might land or if they might stay with their team, because we've seen the running back market around the around the league in the past years. You know, I mean, we saw Aaron Jones get paid and and stay in Green Bay last year. Uh, got certainly a nice contract, and uh, Cook and and Mixon and uh, McCaffrey all got contract extensions last off season, if I remember correctly. But mm-hmm. In general, these tier two, tier three running backs, and that's where Edmonds and Connor are, they're not going to get a big payday from from really anyone. I mean, you talked about Kenyon Drake. Basically, everyone thought that Kenyon Drake was overpaid by right. the Raiders, and uh, that's I would say that's proven to be true, the way they've used him and the way he's performed. Uh, I think at least one of them end up staying in Arizona. Probably. Uh, it, it would really just be a guess as to which one that might be, but uh, prob- probably the one that's willing to take the cheaper contract, uh, which may be James Conner. Uh, I do think they can both be values in Dynasty, though. Uh, and if you've if you've ended up with both of them trying to corner that that backfield, you might end up with two starters next year. Yeah, I, I wouldn't look at it like. Time to get out on these guys or no. dump them as soon as possible. I mean, they're valuable, and somebody's going to look at them as a contributor to the offense and or committee back. I don't think either one's going to end up you know, having a clear lead role next year, no matter where they land. Yeah, I agree. Cordell Patterson, one of the top stories of the season, the way he began the season. In fact, through the first nine games of the year, he was the running back seven since week 10, though, he's just the running back 18, which is still not, not too shabby, but uh, has certainly dropped off. The way Atlanta has used him has changed. Uh, they've shifted more to using him as a traditional running back. He's led the team in carries in most games over the past two months or so, uh, but has seen fewer and fewer targets over that time. He's also going to be a free agent. Uh, it, it, I've I'm kind of disappointed, honestly. It was—I think it was going to be such a fun topic uh, yeah. t- to consider the, over the off season. I think the way he's uh, he's ending the season on uh, on this downswing uh, is—it's certainly hurting his NFL value, and it, it's pretty much killing his dynasty value. 
Yeah, it really is. And, uh, you know, he's, I don't want to say he's busted in so many places, but he hasn't been used properly or flourished 90% of his career and just flashes and his great kick returner. Was this a flash in the pan? I tend to think not this year, but I can't believe someone's going to look at him as the the guy on their team at this point at his age. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's where I am as well with it, which is unfortunate. Uh, his his versatility, his flexibility uh, in, in the way he's used, I, I do think he'll still have uh, he'll have some offers, and uh, a smart team will be able to use him. You would think uh, correctly uh, because he certainly showed some upside this season. Yeah, Matt. When we come back, we'll hit on a couple more of these trending topics. But first, let me tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the easiest and fastest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action as well. Uh, before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs for the playoff. Head to the website or use your mobile device, very easy, to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus, 50%. You're going to use our Locked On locked on promo code, Locked On, all one word, all caps, 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Be sure to check out tomorrow's episode when we continue our Dynasty Stash series talking some running backs and wide receivers. Now make your second listen, Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Matt, I've got to ask you about Saquon Barkley. It's just been it's been a rough a rough string of games. Uh, in fact, I mentioned this earlier on Twitter as well. He's not been a top ten fantasy running back since week four, uh, and and if you look at the numbers, it, it's actually it's worse than that even sounds. Uh, he was outside of the top fifty running backs this past week uh, in the fantasy playoffs when we needed him the most. We've talked about it, Matt, that the, these concerns with the Giants are, are numerous, and there's so many of them that uh, they're not going to fix them all in one season. We heard the report this past weekend that uh, both Joe Judge and Daniel Jones are expected to return. I would say that does not qualify as good news for Saquon Barkley. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, his his value's plump, value really, really tumbling. Uh, he's a second rounder at best now in, in Dynasty startups. I wouldn't take him there, honestly. Nope. Uh, what What do you see? How worried should we be about Saquon? I think very. Uh, I mean, it's been a lot of injuries over his career. I'm not even seeing flashes of greatness. I mean, it used to be, wow, look at the talent this guy has. And he gets free once in a while and you see it and you th- say, boy, if he was only in a better situation, he'd be the best back in the league. Now I look at him as he kind of just looks like everyone else out there. I mean, he doesn't even look like a special player anymore. Um, if you own him, I don't think you can trade him now or, or you know, in the next month or so because you're not going to get nearly enough in return. 
But my hunch is, and again, I'm guessing. I mean, it's very early in the preseason or in the off-season conversations. But the Giants have two first-round picks. Like it wouldn't shock me at all if they took Linderbaum, the great center, you know, and put him in the middle of that O-line and a tackle, and all of a sudden. Barkley and the Giants' stock starts going up, and we're still talking about, boy, the Giants are going to be better this year. But deep down, we know they really aren't because they always are the same. And then you dump them. Yeah. So frustrating. I'm worried about him. And as I said, would not spend a second-round pick on him. No. Let's talk about the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, another, Another rough situation. We're going to hear rumors of a Russell Wilson trade this offseason. That will probably continue until it until it actually happens, uh, if it happens. Uh, Pete Carroll and, and that coaching staff definitely in trouble for sure. Uh, the running back, I mean, Rashad Penny looks great. That's the good news. He's also yeah. about he's also about to be a free agent. They spent <laughs> just a, in time for his contract. To be spent up. a first round pick on this guy, and and now they're uh, they're going to lose him when he finally starts looking like an NFL running back. Uh, Chris Carson. They've got him locked up, but that's not necessarily a good thing either. We like the two receivers there for sure, but beyond that, there's so many questions with this team. Yeah, I, I think it's tear it down time. And is Pete Carroll at his age and his experience going to be involved in that? I really think Wilson will want out and get out. They don't have any picks. I mean, they don't value picks like most teams do either, but maybe the new coaching staff and way of looking at it will I, I gotta be honest I mean if you could make bets right now who's gonna have the first overall pick in the 2023 NFL draft I think I'd put a chip on Seattle yeah the Jamal Adams trade for Ooh. this uh the 2022 first is not looking too good no. uh one more topic Matt before we wrap up today Jalen Waddle, we saw him put on a show against the Saints on Monday night. Um, man, the, this this kid is impressive. We talked about the about Debo Samuel and and hit on Waddle a little bit uh, through that conversation last week about just how dynasty managers are valuing him. Uh, in our latest ADP, he is the wide receiver fifteen. Uh, but you look at some of the names ahead of him, and he's more like a top top seven or eight dynasty wide receiver uh, at this point right now, heading into week uh, into week 16. What are you thinking about or week 17? I'm sorry. What are you thinking about Jalen Waddle? He already has the volume. He already passes the eye test. And I think the big plays in the downfield production are only a matter of time and are maybe in the process of happening anyway. So what don't we like about him? I mean, if I could trade Saquon Barkley for Jalen Waddle right now, I wouldn't heartbeat. Oh my goodness, easily. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you hit I on the being... no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, you hit on heartbeat, the yeah. the big plays, and of course, uh, entering the league, Waddle was known for his speed and 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 those uh, those plays taking the top off uh, of the defense. He we haven't really seen that. I think Which, it's coming. In a, in a way, is kind of encouraging. If he's right, putting right. up these numbers, if he's having this impact on the game, he's seeing this type of volume uh, as far as targets go. Um, and that's without those big plays, without those explosive uh, long touchdowns that, that we think will come, and, and he'll get a handful of those every year. 
it's going to be hard to keep him out of the top five or six dynasty wide receivers. Uh, that's lofty praise. You know, we opened the show talking AJ Brown. I mean, I still would have Brown over him and those guys we discussed, but what you're saying isn't wrong. I mean, he's getting great volume and has passed every test and two is good enough. And what if he gets Watson? Like, would you take him over DK Metcalf right now? Yeah, I think I would. I, I think, think I would, I would actually. too. Yeah. Um, he, he is a little bit older for a rookie, which is, is, you know, not, not certainly, certainly not a deal breaker, not even right. a, a knock right. at this point. DK is 24 in his, what, Matt, third year in the league, I believe. I uh, might be. That situation is not great, as we just mentioned. Uh, Waddle is 23 as a rookie. Um, but yeah, we're, we're loving everything we're seeing for sure. That will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.